The woman who lived next door to Andrew's Memorial Chapel in Dunedin, Florida, was not happy. It was the middle of the night, and she could still hear the old hymns being played on the old pump organ inside the historic monument. She called to complain, of course, but no one answered the phone. The music was probably too loud for anyone to hear it ringing, she thought. Eventually, however, it subsided, and the woman was finally able to get some rest. The next morning, when the chapel event coordinator, Jessica Nelson, arrived at the chapel, she learned of the neighbor's displeasure at the noises coming from the organ the night before. The news surprised Jessica. There were no events scheduled in the historic chapel the night before, and the pump organ, original to the chapel built in 1888, hadn't worked properly for years. I'm Steve Blanchard. Welcome to Phantom History. Along Florida's west coast, just north of St. Petersburg, sits a small town called Dunedin. It's a town known for its love of art, crafts, community, diversity, and history. One particular historic location in this charming town is Andrews Memorial Chapel. It's on the historic registry and today serves as an event venue. Jessica Nelson has worked there for a decade and is the point of contact for brides planning their weddings, artists aiming to shoot in a unique location for their music video, or for families looking for a suitable, quiet location for the memorial services of their loved ones. While it's known for its events today, it was originally known as a Presbyterian church. In fact, it was the very first Presbyterian church built in Dunedin. Jessica shares the chapel's unique history. It's a historic monument on the National Registry. It was built in 1888. Um, it used to be about a mile south of here in downtown Dunedin, a few blocks behind the living room. If anyone's familiar with the area, there's a big, beautiful Spanish Victorian church there now. This used to be there, and this is Victorian Gothic. So anyway, they built that new one in the 20s, and th this was on that property, and they kept growing. So in 1970, they were going to tear this building down because they had already moved it twice on their property. So the Dunedin Historic Society came together to create this venue. So they cut it to save it. So they cut it in half and halfway up the floor, you can see the lines on the floor where it was cut, brought it here in two pieces. And it sat here for a few years from what I'm told about 10 inches apart. And then the, the community got together and reconnected it. So um, you can see the only metal brackets on the ceiling are where it was reconnected in the, in the 70s um, because other, otherwise there's no metalwork on the ceiling. It was built by a shipbuilder in, this, in the 1880s. While the chapel was originally constructed to be the Presbyterian Church, it was never officially called that. According to Jessica, Andrew's Memorial Chapel got its name after a tragedy befell a local family and paid $200, a lot of money in 1888, to make sure no one forgot about said tragedy. It's, it's got an interesting history. It was the first Presbyterian Church of Dunedin and the $200 was raised by a man whose son died um, riding his horse in a lightning storm to go canoodle with his girlfriend, his fiance. Got A tree got struck by lightning and knocked him off his horse and killed him. So that was Andrew and we call him Andy. So that was what it was named after for Andrews. The chapel sat on the land of the Presbyterian Church in downtown Dunedin until 1970 and had been relocated on its original property several times as that congregation grew. 
When it was slated for demolition, the Dunedin Historical Society formed and saved the building. There were a couple of conditions connected with that act, however. One, the building had to be relocated, so it was physically cut into two pieces and moved a mile north to Hammock Park. And secondly, the chapel was to never compete with local church services. Jessica explains. When the Dunedin Historic Society formed in 1970 to save it, and they were they had to sign a contract, you're allowed to save it, but we could never be competition for church services. So the chapel is strictly a wedding and event-only venue. We're never allowed to hold Sunday services. But it's interesting because the first Presbyterian church who made that rule, who we used to originally be, they rent us every couple of years for a Sunday church service. And they do like a 1800 song in scripture and everybody sings along to songs from the era. They do a little blast from the past. It could be those strong ties to the past that keep Andrew's Memorial Chapel so paranormally charged. Members of Silent Slayer Tours, a paranormal investigation team, have checked into the historic chapel multiple times, and they say there are an abundance of spirits connected to the monument. According to Vic Tuning, an investigator who specializes in EVPs, or electronic voice phenomena, his research has uncovered who some of those spirits might be. I think there's a good chance a lot of them probably were either parishioners, possibly some of the people that helped uh, build it, uh, possibly spirits that had already been on that property or had, you know, around that area, and they find that as to be a safe haven. But most of the names that I was picking up were a lot of older names from like me, probably. I'm thinking the late 1800s to early 1900s, a lot of those kind of names were coming up. According to Cynthia Dominic, the leader of Silent Slayer Tours, it's not just investigators who have uncovered strange things in the chapel. When I first went there to do my site visit with Jessica, I had a guy stop me and he said, 20 years ago when I was like 18, he said we used to drive by and we would see um people dancing above the pews from the windows at night dancing so he's like i'm pretty sure that those were ghosts so this has been going on for a long time i guess there were people floating over the pews dancing after andrew's memorial chapel was relocated to its current location it was pieced together along the seam created after it was split in two those metal brackets are the only updates to the physical structure but things like air conditioning, electricity, lighting, and internet have since been added to provide more modern conveniences for those who use the structure for events. Great care has brought the chapel back to its original aesthetic of 1888. That familiar atmosphere could be at the root of the hauntings, according to Jessica. She's done some digging into the chapel's history and learned about a few tragedies that could tie into some of the paranormal activity of the building. There's five matching beams on the ceiling, and there's a missing piece there, and one of them is for the shipbuilder who fell from the ceiling and died. So there's a missing piece in his honor. Uh, so we were asking his name and stuff. Well, like, we were asking this reader questions, and it would just barely tilt a little to the right or left, and we were, we were kind of all in the dark in the bridal suite. This was like midnight to two in the morning kind of thing. Um, in the bridal parlor, everybody's sitting on the floor quietly. 
we came out here and the kids were all researching stuff on their phone and then my one friend was holding the reader stick and um we had found about a, a woman who was married here and so we the, the kids were researching with the names and stuff they had asked and they came up with this woman's name and my friend was holding the stick and this stick that had barely inched to the left or the right literally started spinning i had never seen anything like it. i was sitting right next to her it was crazy and what it was is this woman was married here in the 80s she had a, a this was her happy time in her life but she had a horrible ending this woman had was found uh, buried burnt to death in the trunk of her car years later so she stays in her happy place here at Andrews Chapel when days were better. Not all of the spirits who are in the chapel are as tragic as the one who allegedly perished in the trunk of her car. In fact, one of Jessica's favorite spirits, she says, is one who sits quietly near the center of the church, not too far from the bridal suite. The reason Jessica knows that former parishioner is there is because of man's best friend. Yes, a dog. Uh, there was a man who uh, walked his dog by all the time who I hired to do a lot of handyman services here. We became good friends. We actually have dog siblings now. We all have Airedales. But he used to walk his other Airedale by and his Airedale, he'd be here doing projects for hours and the, the Airedale went to the same pew every time and gave it kisses in the air out this pew. And the dog was not like it. Uh, that, and he did that every time at the same pew. And then we, we, it was, we found out that that's a quiet ghost that sits there and loves animals. And this dog went right to her every time he was in here. It's so weird. And I, I bring my Airedales here. I've never seen another dog do it. And he went to the same pew, put his paws up on the pew and went up and gave puppy dog kisses like right. He was like he was kissing somebody's face as they were sitting there on the pew. And he did it every time dog's name was Wallace. He's so sweet. And so Wallace is passed now too. So we say Wallace is giving her kisses in the great unknown. It's spirits like the one Wallace seems so drawn to that makes the Andrews Memorial Chapel less scary than a typical haunted historic location. Vic, with Silent Slayer, believes that the chapel itself is a symbol of community that seems to draw positive and good energy to it. It's his experience, at least for the most part, that the spirits who dwell there are comfortable, happy, and yes, even friendly. It seems like there's some really good spirits mm -hmm. there. You, you can always get some trash talkers, but uh, it, for the most part, I think I feel really comfortable when I go there, but they are active. And I have one meter that I use uh, called the ghost meter. Now, if this thing goes off, it's active. And I was out in the front of the property of the church chapel it went crazy this went nuts i think a lot of it has to do with the building itself uh it's seen so much life so much love when it if you look at it it's a beautiful place i mean especially it looks great outside but if you go inside and look up it's just it's amazing the kind of work that was put in there and I think it's all the love and everything that went through there and I believe they're comfortable. They like being there. Cynthia agrees with Vic and says that the equipment her team uses actually acts differently when they're inside Andrews Memorial Chapel. A sign that she says means the location is incredibly paranormally active. And on both times that we were there, the K2 meters 
the electromagnetic frequency detectors were stuck in the same position in the, the yellow position which is in the middle no matter whose devices there were we had three of them four of them each time and they no matter where you were in the building they were stuck in that position which never happened Jessica likely has the most personal encounters with spirits and entities in the space, since she's there professionally throughout the week and oversees a variety of events on the weekends. Things happen there so frequently, she says, that she rarely notices them anymore. Her clients, however, tend to react a little differently. You know, I, I just roll with it, so some some people act a little freaked out some people are like oh really you do have ghosts here tell me about it and then i can hand them the history board there's regular occurrences i mean i really just i'm acclimated to it but I, i'm not afraid of anything here um but certainly yeah i mean doors slam regularly there's a lot of random things that move one night i was here late with events and found out the uh the woman who lived next door had been complaining about an old pump organ being played here in the middle of the night that really doesn't work. So I, w I was hearing all this stuff the night before after I'd been here till like eight o'clock and I had to be here the next morning for a baby christening and I came in and like one of the chairs in the bridal parlor, which used to be the Sunday school room, but the bridal parlor, one of the chairs was like in the middle of the room out of nowhere. And that was like five or seven years ago. But like I say hi and bye to them. They're my buddies. And I, and I take this job very personally and seriously. I'm, I'm here with all my clients. I'm going, you know, I'm trying to make everything perfect for everybody. So I, I feel like I'm watching it with the ghosts. That relationship with the spirits and with the community could be behind the ongoing energy of the chapel. Jessica shared that her clients, including brides and grooms, ask about the ghosts and have even asked to attend paranormal investigations on the grounds something she is always open to. But what it all comes down to, according to Jessica, is preserving a piece of history along Florida's west coast that can be appreciated by both the living and those who lived before us. The whole community has came to re recreate this venue in the 70s. And then, you know, I found out a few years ago that the man who built the house across the street had passed away, who I have good friends who live there now, I've made friends with just from living there. But his family came to me to have his memorial and they, he had built that home in the 70s when the chapel was moved here and then he came over and helped finish building the chapel and reconnecting it you know so we give the family that i said let's let's have the memorial as a thank you so we gave the memorial back to the family as a thank you for what her, the father did for us here so it's very it's it's just it's very community owned and loved silent slayer tours who have investigated the chapel twice so far plan to go back and continue digging into its unique past. Rim pods, ghost boxes, SLS cameras, and the Estes method, a unique way of communicating through a spirit box, are all tools the group has used to connect with the spirits within Andrew's Memorial Chapel. And while both Cynthia and Vic have experienced their fair share of spirits who seem less than welcoming, they both agree that Andrew's Memorial Chapel is a place of peace, despite its numerous spiritual inhabitants. No, I would just encourage people to just go there. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe if you're feeling like you're in a bad place or something. I mean, you walk in the door and it's just you get a good feeling from being there. 
I mean, go sit down, meditate. Uh, you know, there's friendly, the, the lady that runs it, she's really friendly. Uh, it's just a great, it's a, it it's a comfortable it's place a to be. It's a beautiful, beautiful setting. Right. Especially the outdoor yard with the white picket fence. And the original stained glass is still there. Um, and all the pews are all hand carved. Thank you to Jessica with Andrews Memorial Chapel in Dunedin, Florida, and Vic and Cynthia with Silent Slayer Tours. To learn more about the chapel, visit andrewsmemorialchapel.com. To book a tour or to join in on a paranormal investigation with Silent Slayer Tours, visit them on Facebook or at silentslayertours.com. This episode was written, produced, and edited by me, Steve Blanchard. Music was provided by Chad Couch, Shane Ivers, and Purple Planet Music. Follow Phantom History on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to stay up to date on news, current episodes, and events coming to Phantom History House, a unique bed and breakfast experience in Tampa, Florida. Visit us at phantomhistory.com for more and to sign up for our newsletter. And, as always, thanks for listening.